0: Merry Christmas, humans. Welcome back to a very festive Modern Wisdom. Johnny and Yusuf from Propane Fitness are joining me today as we talk through our favourite hacks, fails and lessons from 2019. I'm certain that there will be a lot for you to take away and perhaps we'll recap some things that you've missed throughout the year. Uh, I also wanted to take this opportunity to thank you and everybody who has tuned in over the last 12 months. The growth that Modern Wisdom has seen is Absolutely incredible. I know that two episodes a week is a lot to try and keep up with, but there is no paid promotion. There are no sponsored boosts on the episodes. There's no big network supporting it and pushing it out to the masses. The only reason that this channel grows is because people like you are suggesting it to their friends and putting it in group chats or firing it out online, whatever it is. So if you've done that over the last 12 months, then I wanted to wish you an extra special Merry Christmas because you are the reason that this channel continues to grow and it is something that's so meaningful to me. So thank you very much. I honestly couldn't think of a better Christmas present than you sending it to someone who you think might enjoy it. So without further ado... Let's recap the year with Johnny and Yusuf. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. A very merry Christmas to you. I'm joined by Johnny and Yusuf from PropaneFitness.com.
1: Welcome back to us.
0: Welcome back, indeed. This you...
2: is actually take two
0: because we were being. Naughty. <laughs> they are being naughty. They are being Christmas elves. Um, as you can see, Johnny's wearing a familiar jumper, except for the fact it's broken. You've got an indicator.
1: No, I don't think it's broken fully. Better. Some would say better. Better. It's anyway, surprising.
0: Anyway, if you are only listening, I suggest that you head to YouTube to check out our Christmas jumpers and all of their splendor. Yours is lovely. It's really nice, isn't it?
1: You is far too small for him. You can't really see that. Cause that's he's sat that's down. your girlfriend's. Jumper, isn't I think
0: it? so. Take it slow in the snow, and it's a sloth <laughs> with earmuffs it's on it. It's like a own.
1: cautionary notice, isn't it? Yeah,
0: it is. It's You could <laughs> like stand f- by the side festive, of the road just waving. Festered, very sensible. Yeah. So today we're going to go through some of our favourite hacks, lessons, fails from 2019, do a year-in-review what it is that we've been getting up to. Um, Johnny, hot lumber <laughs> coal for Christmas. Lumpo
1: call. Oh, there you go. What would you like to know?
0: Well, what have you? Okay, here's one. What have you dropped within the last year in terms of sort of routine or products consistency? That's a great question.
1: That is
0: a surprise to you.
1: Uh, Romwad mm. mainly gives utility. And how do you feel having? Uh, so no different, I would say.
2: Why have you dropped Romwad specifically? So Chris
1: went to see Mister McGill. Came back and was like, "Don't do wrong more, Johnny. Otherwise, you'll snap yourself." So, um, I think I probably didn't, because I was doing it and it was taking a long time, and I was still getting injured, and I was still feeling tight, and I was still feeling, um, you know, pain, discomfort, like as you would normally expect from from training. So, tried dropping it. Also, noticed no, no change really. So, I do miss it but not for the right reasons. What?
3: Yeah,
0: no, I, I agree. I agree yeah. completely. So my, my reasons, Ron, what I still think is a, a fantastically useful tool mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful way to start your morning. Um, there's just certain physiologies, mine being one of them, that the um, changes that the stretches elicit, it doesn't agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ron, what's gone? Yusuf, what have you added or taken away this year that's been surprising? Because you me? do like water down
1: Ronwood, don't you? Like all the gymnastic stuff. Yeah. Like, was all it the, down Yeah, <laughs> you Rundle, do like yeah. The, yeah. It's not...
2: As they, as it's sport, like beginners. The, the, <laughs> the, the, the sport of gymnastics. <laughs> <laughs> the sport of Ronwood. It's competitive ROMWAD, yeah. isn't it? Because they don't have
1: seated straddle. They have like other yeah, things that aren't as wrong. Other
2: like yeah. proper names for the things, <laughs> the positions. Um, so I dropped med school. Which was became actually. a doctor? Yeah. Became a doctor. Became a Proper
0: doctor. Oh, God.
2: So and as far as habits, like I think there's quite a big shift with having to go from like pressurizing yourself for a certain point mm-hmm. on assessment to just doing the job. So <clears throat> that's been quite a big shift. And I think quite a lot of challenges with time management and just juggling a lot more in terms of energy, time, sleep, that kind of you've thing.
0: Entered, you've, after, you're like finally in the real world. After 10 years of being. You went, went in for a student. bit and it was like, it's
2: mm, no, not, not for me.
1: Wrong bit, wrong bit, and then yeah, back boom. in again. Yeah. Fuck trading. Well, there's, all, there's just loads of blood and pee, wasn't
2: there? Quite a lot. How much body fluid do you see? Luckily. So we were saying this before that um, you were kind of insulated from it a little bit, whereas nurses, God bless them. They're on the front line. They just get taking the, fire. Oh, they, they, like they get punched. Um, really? well, the nurse got punched last week by someone, and uh, and they. It's always like the first port of call for like nurse. I've shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like sometimes it's it's absolutely excusable. You know, someone who can't help it. But mm-hmm. sometimes you just get people who lazy. are just a, lazy or a bit just vindictive and like there's a there can be a sense of I've. I've paid for this, so I'm going to... Who has? You, sure you don't you know you that... shit yourself. <laughs> you, you pay taxes, you're like, well,
1: I'm in the hospital now, I'm going to
0: make this okay. of this.
2: Um, well, the, I mean, it's not common, but you can't... Really like, <laughs> what like,
0: was it? What's it? I can't remember who the comedian is who says, um, it's like it's like making a dirty protest against the standards in a hotel by shitting the bed, then realising um. that you've got to wake up in a <laughs> shitted bed. Yeah. Except for the fact that someone comes and done shits the bed for you in, in hospital, <laughs> don't they? You'd have to shit in the bed, like... As you leave the bed. For they that, take, for that they take the poo away, the, yeah. poo, the poo it comes and then it goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've changed a lot to do with that. And I guess that your sleep is going to be a bit of a challenge and stuff now as
2: well. I think I've learned a lot about myself with doing night shifts. Um, what have so, you learned? Switching between, so just how much it affects how stupid you are. So I, in fact, there we go. The The, the big lesson has been, it have, has anyone seen the Shane Parrish Stupidity podcast? Yes, where he talks about the seven factors of stupidity, which are being in a group outside of your normal group, being outside of your domain of competence, being in the presence of an expert or being at an expert yourself, um, being in a crowd, having sensory overload, or being tired. I think those are the seven. Mm-hmm. Or the, like, and
0: and are you saying that you? <laughs> think <every single> part? <laughs> so it must be at
2: least uh, 6 of 7. The first couple of months you are just you're like I'm so aware that I'm operating on 10% brain because everything is just is designed to make you stupid. Like and and he defines stupid not as a lack of intelligence but missing what is conspicuously obvious because of these factors. Mm. And so slowly as you begin to mitigate those you use more of your brain, you can think more clearly. Mm. Uh but yeah, very
1: very interesting experience because in Corporate world, like the, the way that people rationalize something, of like, don't worry, it's not that bad. It's not life and death. You know, that's the thing that everyone says. <laughs> and Zero is like, oh, yeah, you're right. Well, you,
0: trading death, you trade in life and death, it's just a spreadsheet.
1: Whereas you are in the only scenario, really, where it is it life and death. Only <laughs> ever is life and death. <laughs> and poo. Sometimes it's just poo. But poo, poo is, is just on the spectrum, isn't it, of life and death? Like, poo will happen at specific points. On the way to death. <laughs> on the spectrum of life and death. I understand. <laughs> cool. What, what about is, you, Chris? <sighs> hold on. You didn't ask answer the question. I did. What have you dropped?
0: S- stopped being a student. Oh, right. Okay. Just dropped his medical degree. Is there,
1: are there any habits or routines that you sort of volunteer like that wouldn't have happened anywhere
2: that you stopped doing? So things like Anki, using right. all, and all of the surrounding habits that you have around that. And I think it opens up a huge amount of RAM in one sense because you're not, like, trying to just stuff your brain with for, as much, for, like... For people
0: who don't know what Anki is, it's a space repetition flashcard software that helps
2: medical students remember what they need to learn. Yeah. Strong, strong summary. Very, yeah. Very very good bit of software, actually. Like, it's... You, you create your own deck of flashcards, <gasps> except if you're making 10,000, like me, um, <laughs> then... How many did you finish on? Uh, 10,000. So...
0: Really? <laughs> if you are a medical student or an any student and you have a uh, Anki flashcard deck with more than 10,000 flashcards in it and you send me a screenshot at Chris Willex on Instagram I will send you a case of knockover for free
2: wow how so are having...
1: we going to protect against people fudging that
2: it's a long process to <laughs> okay, <fine. laughs> Five, no, I'm are you um,
1: still journaling
2: no but you will be pleased to know that I unwrapped my six minute diary I've started reading through the preamble which isn't okay. long yeah it is there's um, a big buy in I thought it would be like a couple of pages. No, no it's fucking legit. Yeah. <laughs> so I've not started the actual journal process, but...
0: Will you intend on maybe doing it for the new year?
2: Yeah. Wow. I, I... Do you know what it is?
0: I was going to ask for it back. Really? Well, I was well. going to say, I was just going to say, well, I'll just give it to someone who's going to use it. Who's going to
2: actually appreciate it. So, hold on.
1: <laughs> Why have you stopped journaling? Is it because you you, st- you don't want to? Or... No,
2: I as in, like, I've never really journaled as a consistent thing. I just do it as and when things come up and I just type them up. Right. But... I'm convinced now to try a six-minute diary. I think pen to paper and having a physical, like everything away and just sit. I think there's something to be said for just doing a, like, I mean, you're you're a huge, like you're the one that got me onto it, which is like doing a a long form brain dump that's just total. Mm -hmm. Hands off. mm, Mm. Rather than just like a partial one. Because that's like having a partial poo, isn't it? Like you might just relieve the pressure a little bit, but then... You've All the not. good
0: stuff's still there. Oh, yeah. Still inside. Um I'm man, I'm I'm really, really happy to hear that you're gonna use it. I I I'm genuinely excited for the fact that it you might not think it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I, I think am not gonna lie, like when I first saw it, I was like, Oh, it's just this like trendy little mm-hmm. thing that's it's man
0: to, so Dominic Spence, the guy that's the German dude that's written it. Um, you can see by the number of um like references that's in it and how thorough the start is uh, anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about six minute diary daily journaling three minutes in the morning three minutes in the evening three questions that you get asked i've just filled in my fifth so one that's one. like nearly a thousand pages of writing nearly a thousand days of journaling um and
2: is that um, how long you've had it for
0: what are, are, you, i keep on getting by. more i keep on getting more keep on getting more two years. years two years of like consistent sorry two and a half years of consistent use
2: and you're you, so consistent
0: with that stuff it's just my morning routine man just like my morning routine is.
2: Was it not six hours at one point? Your morning routine. There was a point last year where you said like your total morning routine was six. If hours.
0: I went for it full, like dick and balls, and included, I was including my training time in that. Okay. So like training plus training time was like three and a half. Because if it's six hours,
1: that's just. A day, your day isn't it? Yeah. yeah.
0: But that's so. This is what I've been something I've been thinking about recently. I love the fact that a morning routine is this. Hermetically sealed petri dish for self development, unencumbered and unmolested by everyone else. It's everything the most else. Crisp sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> Why?
2: <laughs> just to say it. What was it? A, a hermetically sealed petri dish yep. of unencumbered. Are you saying that I'm just incubation? being like verbose for the for, for,
0: for, <laughs> and for no reason? Because it's Christmas and I can use whatever fucking words I
1: want. All right, Chris. This tastes caffeinated. I
0: know it is. Don't I, know tell it, me that. I
2: believe you. New
0: but... sponsor, we got a new sponsor, everybody. Aww. Knocko. Shout out to Knocko, thank you. Johnny's terrified of the fact that the one that has in big capital letters caffeine free, sugar-free carbonated... What's a
1: bit alarming is if you just glance at it, you see five thousand milligrams. Of <laughs> 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 so so I, I tasted it and I was like. Because it's just a BCAA. And then I looked at it and I saw a fire. Like, oh, it's okay.
2: <laughs> it's okay. You're totally correct. This is made in a factory which contains... Which may nothing. contain,
0: yeah. I mean, you were terrified it would have nuts in, wouldn't you? No, those are, those are okay. Uh, no so carbs company, isn't it? On the, on the morning time, you got your morning routine. It's, no one's getting in your way to stop you from doing your shit. What I've realized is if you become very, very anal about how you do your morning routine, you can work out exact, precisely how long everything's going to take. Yeah especially when you're doing things that are quite discreet. So um, the state app takes eight minutes. The meditation of a 20-minute session takes 20 minutes. Reading Mm -hmm. takes 20 minutes with the countdown timer. How
2: long does six-minute diary actually take?
0: So I tend to take a little bit longer because it's the first thing I do. So I'll be drinking water, probably settling into wherever I'm sat. I would say five minutes at most.
2: (laughs) Okay, so it's not just like a... That's in the morning. and then there's the evening bit the evening one tends to be quicker it's supposed
1: to be three minutes in the morning three minutes in the evening yeah Um, but I'm a bit worried that you'll just because I've seen you sort of have tried lots of different things and Mm -hmm. typically you aren't brought in by like Chris and I would read something or like hear something or try something new and be really kind of sold on it because it's Mm -hmm. a bit fun (laughs) and nice I worry that you'll read the preamble and just be like (laughs) and then you'll try it for a while and you'll be like
2: I joined a cult for uh, so I know so you'll do it for a long gains. time. But yeah, but I, so I suppose like I was bought into it or it, is it FOMO wanting to... Even the the, the fact <clears throat> that you
0: were sufficiently concerned about potential gains to open it and read mm. 60, whatever it is, 60, 70 pages, it's the buy-in at the start, mm. I think. But anyway, so you 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 know exactly how long everything's going to take on your morning, right, and this is like as you're moving into the new year, if I could give you one piece of advice, one piece of advice would be go sober, second piece of advice would be sleep with your phone outside of your room, but third piece of advice would be get a morning routine um and as you see this is how long everything is going to take blah 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 um what you realize is if I was able to run my day forward like that, if I was able to do twelve hours of this at the same fidelity morning routine. Mm imagine how much you'd get done every single essentially every minute
2: to every if you could live your life as if it was a morning routine yeah just it's. and by that
0: what I mean is like every minute is accounted for and is and during that minute you're doing precisely what you're supposed to be
1: doing so so that's what I that's something I try and do in my morning routine so that's a Cal Newport thing of like try and plan out as much of your day as you possibly can on a bit of paper or like in your journal or whatever Mm -hmm. in Um,
2: 15 minute blocks
1: I do it in 30 minute blocks so like, you know, how long does it take to get there? How long am I going to be doing on this task? And there's something that Carl says, which is like, he's convinced that a nine till five window perfectly planned or like planned out at the minute, that person gets way more done than the 60 hour work week person who's just like, yeah, you know. Well, you, so. can, you can much more easily control the intensity of your
0: work than you can control the passage of time. Yeah. I mean, you know, we yeah. get to we get to do the second one, so, mm. um, so yeah. I guess for me, uh, doubling down on morning routine, probably one of them has been um, focus on rest, the meditation technique from uh, Shinzen Young's Five Ways, which is both of our meditation coaches, Brian's, mm. doing. Um, <clears throat> to the people that don't know what I'm talking about, it's just a particular type of meditation focus. You're focusing on the absence of a, a visual. Uh, auditory or somatic experience in your head which sounds a bit woo Um, but bottom line is I've now managed to ingrain that and I did it for so long that it feels like getting a squeegee and wiping a a window clean and if there's something that arises it must be similar to your releasing technique or it must have a similar sort of effect I can drill it I've drilled it so much now that I can do see rest hear rest Feel rest. And after that it genuinely feels like my mind's cleaner. After that little thing. But I did I it for a good old I did it for six months. Yeah, like you're getting one of those like you Brushed know, your brain. Day. Day. <laughs> you know, brush your brain. Uh okay, <laughs> okay, so so that's, your body. that's what that's one of them. What else? What have you done this year that you failed at, Johnny? Other than you just hurt your wrist at CrossFit? A yeah,
1: so I've written down on my on a notes document what went well and what, what didn't go well. Um, the main thing that didn't go well. Was I started the year snapping my hamstring underneath 255 kilos. Was it not IT band? It, well, I mean, it was like, it was something here. Okay. But I call it, I, I refer to it as my hamstring. I don't think some people thought it was my sartorial. Sartorial? Sartorial, yeah. Sartorial? It's like, my sartorial. Sounds like a, a Roman guard, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and then there was the phalanx. <laughs>
2: so they call it Sartorius because, you know, you say this is a, sartorial piece of work like yes. it's a tailor because <clears throat> it's the tailor's muscle because it attaches no, it, 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 no it goes. It inside seam yeah so it it's the, basically is the inside seam is it seam. that way it's so it, it's what allows you to bring your heel up and in like that right which yeah. would make sense which is when when the you're... position that you're in
1: started the earth by knocking yeah. yourself snap yeah um, stop power lifting the worst thing that happened on that evening was so that's just happened I'm in the garage right so get the bottom and there's like a and I hear it over my see music. it on the video yeah um, so dump that forward um, and then like limp back into the house don't even unload the 255 still there no no I'm joking <laughs> um, took Dexter so like Dexter was was just a puppy at the time took him for a walk and he slipped out of his harness so we're like on a roundabout okay big roundabout and Becca's picking up his poo and he just like bolted in this other direction like slips out his harness I'm like
3: Fuck. So
1: I then had to run. Like, because he's running towards the, the for this roundabout and just, just big adrenaline dump. No pain for a couple of seconds. Just went full gas pedal after Dexter caught him. Picked him up and I was like, oh my God. And then just, this area was just like red hot. Waterfall. Wow. So try to recover through that. Try to compete. Didn't compete. It was like, I've had it with powerlifting. Did six months of CrossFit and then hit my wrist. And you're now... Considering going back to power? Well, I'm doing what I can. So, like, what I can do is basically the power lifts. Like, I can't even do a chin up, I can't Mm -hmm. do an overhead press. Bench is iffy. Um, But that was just from catching a power clean on this side Mm -hmm. and missing it on my right. And then the bar just jamming down. Unfortunate. But so, injuries, I think. But like, I just, I mean, that's always. So, what went
0: well this year? What did you put down as
1: going well? Um, So, the flip side of that was I experimented a lot in fitness. The, mo- the most I have done probably since I was like 16. Most since I've known you. Yeah. So like did some 5K runs, timed them, did obviously six months of CrossFit. Um, did, a, I feel like I, it's the probably the most amount of time I've taken away from barbell strength. Work. Yeah. Pure like strength. traditional barbell works. So it's been really good. It's been fun.
0: Um, What about looking forward? What did the, so you've got those two things, which are like kind of two sides of the same sword. Mm-hmm. What does that mean for 2020? I don't know.
1: I think... um, And this probably doesn't apply to everybody, but I think the thing that keeps pulling me back to powerlifting is I feel like I'm... uh, I feel like I have unfinished business in powerlifting. (laughs) Like, I really want a £700 deadlift. That was my goal for so long. And what's that? 320? 3.17.5. Fuck, you're so close. So I know, well, exactly. So, like
2: powerlifting is so annoying because of that it's, it it's is if all, if all yeah. that you want is that do you want it in competition
0: or
1: just in training so so there's, there's two things so one I still hold the 93 kilo deadlift record and there's a guy who's just pulled 300 in training who's right on the heels of it so I quite like to bump it a little bit you'd have to get back down to the 93. I would I would wow. so these are the these are the decisions I'm thinking I'm of. so
2: keen for you to get 93s man 94.
1: you would be yeah so I am just thinking about just Getting really lean, Jack, and just come yes. whatever, whatever may. But it's interesting because um, I don't have the same like desire for that anymore. I don't know why. Aesthetically, yeah. I just fitness menopause, man. Well, yeah. I think like we've all been through the fitness, probably the past. You maybe About three, three years the first ago? podcast. Start the started podcast. Start in cross, Crossfit, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, there, there's no better feeling <clears throat> even across everything in CrossFit. So like doing the open was class. Like doing those workouts was class. But pulling a deadlift record in competition is the single most like buzz. Yeah, like could have cried easily, could have cried every time I've done it. That's awesome. So I, I quite was, want that again.
0: I was watching um, a vlog. There's a blonde freak from the north of England called Dylan Nelson. Dylan, if you're watching, you know I love you. Um, but watching he is a strong, motherfucker. <laughs> watching him get ready for a lift is the most mm. electric thing I think I've ever seen in competition. Yeah. And he was talking on a vlog uh, where he was saying about how he, he gets to the point where he feels like every hair like on his body is just standing up mm. and you can see he's one of those guys who he's not chill at all. No. Yeah. He's like a bull. He's like, someone's just taken, you know, like when they're in the, when they, they're doing corralling or whatever it is in like te- Texas and it's just in the thing and then they lift the gate up <laughs> and it just goes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, there's, there's, we competed with him, didn't we? Like, a few. He competed when I watched... When we went to go watch you in
1: Ashington when you made men smell, the smelling was. Salt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go there's on. another... So there's two other guys that I have... So Owen Hubbard, watching him about a bench, like, record-level stuff. He just gets his... Like, I watched him take AirPods out and just throw them, because he's in so yeah, much... I, oh, really? yeah. I've watched him throw his iPhone just off the floor. Yeah, because he just Because wants he's in it. such a... Such a, like... Are so ready to drive hard. Drive, drive hard. Didn't he
0: just break another yeah record? A bench yeah. record. The
1: thing that blows my mind about that is to have a a two hundred kilo bench press, and then still year after year get a better bench press is mental. <laughs> like I feel like for the I'm,
0: Americans that are listening, there'll be more than fifty percent of people listening that are American. Okay, it's to four forty
2: pounds. Yeah. Yes.
1: Four forty. Exactly. Yeah.
2: But it's, his, small, no, his, it's, it's, it's his was like
1: 218 or something, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's 218 is a world year, record. isn't it? So. And I know what was the best thing about it was he just tagged tagged Brett Gibbs in the post. I don't know whether you've seen that. So Who's that? Him, Brett Gibbs is a very small New Zealand guy who is just... We've met him. He's just as strong as Owen, and they like... Back and go forth back and forth with okay. him. Uh, is it so amicable or really? Yeah, it's amicable. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But like most people would be like, I'm so humbled and grateful. And <laughs> they just went like, like oh, Where shit. are you at? Yeah, Brett. <laughs> You're right, mate. Uh,
0: another shout out, Reggie Fasher who is a, a CrossFit athlete from uh, Sunderland who competed at Filthy 150 in Ireland the other week and came one place above Dan Bailey. Wow. Um, and wow. Before, he, before he started, there's this really like, it went around famous. It went around like the CrossFit community in the UK of uh, Reggie being interviewed and uh, him saying uh, like, so who do you want to beat at this weekend? And I went, oh, well, that Dan Bailey looks a bit past it, doesn't he? He's like a bag of fucking spanners now. <laughs> and then sure enough, he plays one, one place above him. But someone managed to get this little video clip of both of them. So Reggie said this thing, he's like called him out only like to people, like he hasn't done it to him. And everyone's like, oh, let's see how you get up against him. And then they're walking off the floor. They're in the same heat together, walking off the floor. And the, someone managed to catch this video of them fist bumping and Reggie going like that. And the number of, oh, friends. No. Oh, <laughs> friend! Like the number of memes that were made of that, was it was worth it. Oh, totally man. worth it. Uh, so, Scobes, what's gone,
3: what's
2: a win, apart from passing, I mean, passing medicine is a, a huge, huge I su- fucking I suppose win. that's, yeah, that, that has to be the win. Um, Otherwise, it's been probably the hardest year of my life. Just, <laughs> just, just because of it. it's such a bottleneck of just the total of, enormity of it all. Uh, yeah, like from from day one, because I remember December twenty eighteen. I was like, oh, things are starting to like get a little bit out of control, and I fell into. 2019, and I still feel like I'm, I'm like, scrambling. Struggling. What happened
1: at the start of the year? Because this, because I listened to it and I did my homework. So mm. what we discussed a lot was how we started the year. Mm. How did everyone start this year? I don't, I, in fact, I do remember what I did. You'll, you'll like it. What did you do? Well, now one want to hit you first.
2: I did the, the propane goals process um, oh. on a, <laughs> on a mind note sheet. And have actually achieved a lot of that. So like, oh, did you? it's That's good cool. to know that, that at that, has moved forward, but the whole time it's felt just like, you know, when controlled you, falling. Yeah, not even controlled. You, you, know, you mean you just trip in the street and then you p- pretend to go for a little jog, mm-hmm. but then that jog turns into a sprint and then your arms and start you, flailing. You do what
1: that guy does on the video of the oh you a car where he like tries <laughs> to kick and then <laughs> stacks, stacks his head <laughs> yeah on
2: the curb and he wrote spikes over his head like That's yeah horrible.
0: Um. So what went bad this
2: year? Then did you did you have any fails? <sighs> I think the whole. The whole lesson was just not creating a bit of space between tasks, and rather than just like diving into everything and just kind of frantically being behind trying to keep the, sp- the
0: plate spinning. Mm. It's so, it's so two things. First one is I think massive respect for you for this year, man. It's been like watching it happen has been painful. Mm. Like <laughs> seeing someone, I don't, I can't <laughs> convey to the listeners just how much stuff you try and do but trying to do a job which is essentially more than a full-time business, like a business that would bury most people whilst trying to do a degree which buries most students, whilst trying to have life, <laughs> girlfriend, um, bought two, or bought like one house, managed another house, yeah. sorted your mum's da-da-da-da, like, do you know what
2: I mean? Well, yeah, bought, bought three houses in kind of, yeah, and, and like all the... So I think that's that's a, that's a good point. And like we always hold ourselves to a higher such a high standard, but... Um, I look at doctors now that have no other commitments, and I think, oh, it looks so easy. Like,
0: mm. so... this is what I say to the guys that work for us at Voodoo. I'm like, in some of the boys will start to say, "Hey, man, like my motivation for work might be waning a little." I'm in second year, third year uni, starting to get really serious. I'm like, all right, man, but I'm telling you now, fucking tell you, man, what a man. fucking <laughs> bastard. Um, I'm telling you, if you just do university, university after having tasted what it's like to run a Business whilst doing university, you are going to be bored out of your mind mm. because you're going to free up all of this space which sucks in nothing, as opposed yeah. to freeing up all of this space to suck in something.
2: Well, this is like we were saying last time that if we would if all of us were to do university again, like we'd just absolutely smash it, and not because we're any more smart or competent or anything, but it's just like you would just know how to
3: use the time to manage, yeah.
2: Um, I did end up like post finals with a twitch in my eyelid for about three months, two, three months, like just ongoing twitch in my eyelid. What does that, do you know why that manifests? Fatigue, like just being like in a very, um, I get that. I get twitchy. Me too. I just wondered if you knew,
0: oh, it's actually the endothereal (laughs) functions, this gland in your head. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. the glands. The the head glands. The head gland. Um,
2: And so I think the big lesson, like, both of you saw me go, like, hospitalise myself essentially a couple of years ago from just not paying attention to... Fatigue management. Well, no, that was um, the joint. Gy- that was meninges. That, that was the joint. Yeah. But the joint was precipitated by <laughs> being a dickhead. Like and was, Icelandic weather. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and making us walk through. St- standing in a in a taxi queue just. Which is hilarious because Johnny, the the, un- like, the only
0: person out of that group who wore a coat was you mm. and me. And Johnny went out in Iceland. I in Iceland, you were both in,
2: like twenty five kilos heavier than me as well. At the I, of- I nearly passed away. <laughs> and, you know, pretty, I'm pretty sure that
1: I came pretty close to just. And dying, You're
2: actually in heaven now. I was quite Heavens. honest with you about it at the time. I was like, you said... <laughs> I think this is be- the end. I'm not
1: joking when I say <laughs> I'm, I'm concerned about this. My welfare. Yeah. Um, so the,
0: the second thing is, um, for me, I've absolutely been reminded this year that self-care and continuing to ensure... Your, your well-being is not a... It's
2: not a luxury...
0: It's, it's not a luxury, but it's also not, like, a, a savings account. It's a current account. And you need to continue to deposit into it every single day.
1: And the times when... Something that, a quote from Paul Moore is, self-care sooner or later becomes your number one priority, which I, I just think is so complete. Mm-hmm. Like, either sort your shit out mm-hmm. or you'll have to take... It's like the,
2: like, I'll do it on Monday, I'll do it on Monday, but with your health. It's so weird that health is just the most, like... When it's good, you don't even notice it. And then yeah. when it's bad, you all you want to think about. Is,
0: yeah, yeah. Even less so than the health thing, because I think all of us have... Even even your worst time, you'd have trained once a week, probably. You'd have got in and moved once a
2: week, which is more than some people do. We'd Not pro- during the arthritis, but yeah. Like, yeah, you know, but during the busy years. Yeah, just been on maintenance, luckily. It's been two to three times a week, mm-hmm. but like nothing special, just background. But it's not
0: just the what most people would consider like the headlines. Like, are you having enough water? Are you drinking?
1: Are you doing what? What Are you drinking? It's just it's just because the other day I was looking through our YouTube channel and I saw uh, one of Yusuf's training logs of him deadlifting in (laughs) um, a gym he used to train at, and it's just the. Face, and just when I I thought of (laughs) when I pictured you self training, I just imagined that face. I think
2: the first podcast we did with Chris with the the coffee and the the drugs, yeah. Um, it's what I love it it's a face that I don't think you could do now, is it? No, it's It's it only comes
3: out under under strain, yeah, (laughs) because you zoomed in on the yeah, the squat video
1: guardian will be able to make
0: that face appear and just loop it just here. (laughs) Um, it's the one when you also try and do like a double backflip or whatever, isn't it? in gymnastics it's the mr bean face oh yeah (laughs) Um, (laughs) so yeah my point is that um it's not just about the headlines it's not just about like sleeping eating training doing that stuff it's like if i wasn't if there was periods extended periods where i wasn't meditating extended periods where i wasn't journaling wasn't doing a morning routine and it comes back to bite you in the ass it's like the first time that all of us learned that eight hours of sleep is quite a priority yeah. and then when you go back to six and a half you're like oh my god yeah. this is this is where I used to be this is what mm-hmm. life used to be like and that's what life's
1: always like well if, F- you, if people- you were if you were to say like imagine what it's like when there's dark mornings and dark nights and you're only getting six hours of sleep but you're like medicating with loads of caffeine mm-hmm. how do you think you feel at like one in the afternoon like the thought of that's just this like fabricated environment like mm-hmm. sort of a very a, a very an- anxious but yeah, it's something I've, Some one of my takeaways was um you, you create the good day or the bad day. So like, if you, ju- if you're going through a day feeling shit, feeling tired, feeling angry, demotivated, whatever, like you are just, you're responsible for that. And you're also responsible for the days where you're super productive or it's just the consistency with things that like the on ramp that creates
2: that situation. It's just that it's on loan or there's like there's a delay, isn't there? Yeah. Like the, the sleep thing, like because midnight you is, doesn't like, care. is like, oh, I'll be fine in the morning, isn't yeah. you? and then six AM you is like, Oh, oh what yeah. dick. Yeah. yeah. So I, you, yeah, I think that's such a good point. Like I'm I'm getting getting a handle much more on that now and I think through the bottleneck things are
0: all of us have f- f- swam in and out of the deep, the deep part of this ocean, right? Some of us, like there was a period this year where you hadn't meditated for ages or like you weren't meditating consistently mm. enough uh, and you felt that. And then there was the same for me. And- but
2: you get the, the the phenomenon that you mentioned, which is like meditation then becomes not like a thing that's meant to improve your life. And of course it's, you're a dickhead if you don't, mm-hmm. if you haven't done 10 minutes a day, because then you, you're lying in bed and you're getting flashbacks of like when you were like eating a pack of crisps or doing something that, that, wasn't waste my behavior for seven minutes mm-hmm. and you're like
0: why am i doing it and so one of the things definitely that i've focused on this year or that's been a big realization for me this year is uh learning where the controllables and the uncontrollables are and allowing those uncontrollables to sort of let go mm-hmm. and it is such a liberating feeling so uh, a good example we um, do everything right with a particular club night launch and it goes really well great we do everything right with a particular club, club night launch and it goes bad. Like, that's a shame, but what can we maybe look at doing? The effort doesn't change. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same thing with the podcast. There's some episodes that I've out this year that I was like, oh, that, that that's an art episode and it's absolutely flown. And then there's some that I've poured my heart and soul into and thought it was amazing and it's just like done okay.
2: That's, yeah. that's absolutely, yeah, been the same with <laughs> us as well. There's videos that fly and you're like, oh, no. Sleeping like, on the why? floor. Yeah. Like, why is that?
1: Mm-hmm. I made a 531 review. A couple of years like ago. Eight couple, years. Very isn't? little effort into it. And it's like forty-four thousand views, gets comments <laughs> most days. Like Usually and, why you like so long? Yeah. And how you totally, yeah. yeah. And you just wish you could go back and remake the video. Yeah. But it's too late now. Too and then late. you're like, well, I'm, I'm messing with alchemy. Like, what if I remake it it doesn't do as well? Mm-hmm. Or but yeah, like that was something that um Brian, meditation teacher, was said to me, because I was saying, like, I'll sit down to meditate in the morning. And allocate thirty minutes to it. It's just a fucking shite session. So you're like, well, I could have just done some work in that time. Like, what have I actually gained from that? And his thing was, don't judge the session. Judge your approach to the session. So like, so like, you made the time. Did you did you deal with what was there with the the right attitude, the best <clears throat> you could? If so. Box ticked. Right? So that that's the
0: beautiful thing about Shenzhen's approach to meditation. For the people who don't know what we're talking about, Shenzhen Young is a meditation teacher slash master slash probably one of the best known on the planet now, I suppose. And both me and Johnny are being coached by one of his students, a guy called Brian, and um, the three elements of awareness, uh, clarity, concentration, and equanimity. Um, the equanimity thing is so crucial just allowing stu- it's like add a shit session whatever mm-hmm. as he quotes it there are no bad sits mm-hmm. um, is what he says essentially there's no wasted meditation there are also no good sits yeah I don't like thinking about that <laughs> well that, that is equanimity though isn't it yeah but I don't think you know <laughs> you won't, I'll you let myself like slip <laughs> towards positive I'll let <laughs> myself slip towards negative um, but yeah so that what else I'm trying to think about something that's a little bit more immediate and gratifying that I've done this year um, what do you mean just things you've done stopped taking caffeine within the first 90 minutes of my day nice and really really got a taste for a pint of water two big squirts of lemon juice and teaspoon of salt really
1: but in a pint of water <laughs> you may be <laughs> a... why just well,
2: so salty well like yeah, like, like, I've, when I've done <laughs> it teaspoon
1: I've, I've done like a teaspoon little like of salt like, a, like an espresso teaspoon.
2: Five grams of... That's a lot of salt. Five grams?
1: Is that what a teaspoon is? A teaspoon of salt <laughs> is a lot of salt. That's a lot of salt. <laughs> I have it every day. I don't think it's a lot of salt. So, like, I've done... I used to have... so how I read you going the, to say how much salt it is? I read <laughs> the Aubrey Marcus. Five grams. Is <laughs> a lot read, of salt? Is
0: a 5 grams. <laughs> I read the Aubrey Marcus book. <laughs>
1: yep. And I was like, hey, what a load of bollocks. No, not really. So he talks about... He's not name. listening. He might be. He's been on. It talks about the, the salt, water, lemon in the morning. So as we all would when a claim is made, I was like, well, I can't not Give it a crack. do this. So I did it for a while, but I would ha- I would do it in like that much water. I enjoy the taste. So I, wow. I really
0: enjoy the taste of it now. Um, do you use anyway,
2: table salt or sea salt? Just just table salt
0: is super cheap. Shite. You should get, go, or if you're doing it every I day, like, treat and- yourself. Do you know that Himalayan sea, pink Himalayan sea salt isn't even from the Himalayas? It's from Pakistan. Doesn't matter, and it's iron and rich, isn't iron. it? Yeah. yeah. molden um, anyway.
2: sea salt, beautiful. I'll give it molden. Well, Mald- you know the flakes. It's in the box. It's really uh, like yeah, really it's good, good on riddles. steak, right? Because oh, beautiful, yeah. Um, so anyway, do you have
0: anyway, it cold water? Yeah, so it's
1: from the fridge, um, filtered. <laughs> so apparently, and this is you're getting another step towards mm-hmm. more woke, planet mm-hmm. woo-woo. Mm-hmm. It it's warmer water in the morning is better. I'm not doing that. Okay, I prefer the because that would be ridiculous.
2: Yeah. But that's but how it. you make yourself sick. If you if warm you, salt water, warm yeah. lemon water is yeah. an interesting thing. If you've had something, you should you need to throw up.
1: If I put glove, woolen glove, even the tip of the finger of a woolen glove in my mouth, I feel sick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Woolen gloves? <laughs> what do you mean, like like a like a normal like,
3: like a glove? Magic... Pick a picture of a glove. <laughs> yeah, that that right, early glove. experience that you yeah. had. Like
2: that's how like fetishes and phobias, <laughs> is, those of things, things develop. But uh, you just got because like, it, like, it, when
1: I walk next to, her, I'm wearing gloves. Pick up the <laughs> shit. I want to take the glove off. So I go like that, and then just immediately, and it's
2: like, is it the, the feeling of it going through the teeth? No, it's just there. It's
1: just like, and I'm just,
3: I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like
1: this <laughs> because there's nothing mechanical about the experience that would make me feel sick it's you, barely even are in you my
0: accidentally mouth. deep throating are you going yeah the whole gloves down
1: my neck but yeah. no it's it is literally between the tip of my teeth and i have to if someone would have seen me do it <laughs> i go like this
2: your vomit stories are the the best. <laughs> <laughs> like the one of the guy who was had the sympathy bomb in the, in the <laughs> Yeah, when oh, you were yeah, all yeah. throwing up and he walked past and he'd show up as well.
0: Yeah.
1: That was so funny. You know when you just wish you had a moment recorded? <laughs> yeah. It was the way that he just like went and then was like angry about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Tip of a glove. Try it. If it, try see if, see if you get the Take same thing. Take your gloves off. There's yeah. something about like the texture of it's like ming and dry. And, and
0: it then I'm sick. gonna guess it'll leave a couple of fi- fibres. on fibres, you, yeah. On you
2: to be the, the teeth thing for me, a horrible like feeling down the back of your head where you like you hop, bite onto a bit of fabric oh. and pull it away from your teeth. Yeah, awful. Oh, what sort? What sort of fabric? Any like I think cotton's quite bad. You bite onto it and then pull it through your teeth. Real I don't, like don't think so. Oh,
1: or like, oh. yeah, polyester. Uh, Polystyrene, like you know, the white stuff that, like,
3: oh, Christ, <laughs> yeah, oh, oh. my
0: mum's mom, my got a thing about like filing her nails, so I'll just be like sat with her and she'll start filing her nails. I'm like, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> oh. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's so bizarre, such an
2: unhelpful thing. I'm going to
0: fuck off, yeah. Um, what else from this year? So, I'm just thinking about about sort of what's gone well this year. Um, so I a
2: successful project, yeah, and modern wisdom has absolutely flown. The podcast, podcast on good. You, you um, broke the, was it the 2 million? 1.3
0: mil now. So we've broken 1 million downloads, which is great. Um, We set, me and VMD set a, a target for plays and for subs, uh, smashed the target for plays. Subs is lagging a little, um, but still. Do subscribers matter? Though? So <laughs> the reason that it mattered, or the reason that I considered it as a metric to be bothered about was just that having subs on youtube allows you to then further push more content that is going to get more of a head start right um but it would appear that the audio platform this year is absolutely banged so again thanks so audio awesome. over video um yeah i mean yeah we we've got some really big shout outs on audio like aubrey shouted out the audio version of the podcast uh, jordan peterson shouted out uh, michaela on jordan's podcast shouted out the the, the itunes um so that really drove a lot of traffic, which was great. Um, but the the YouTube stuff's still flying, man. So we'll do some special stuff in the new year, which will be exciting.
1: Um, About this time last year, we were doing the first Modern Wisdom Live. Maybe a bit earlier than fuck
0: this. Fuck, yeah, we were. When we did it for... Um, Oh, CommuniCore, yeah, yeah. big radio station. Oh, All right. It's fine, don't mind. Oh, it'll, it'll, it'll be listening. MD will be listening. Okay. Um, and, yeah, and then we told a room full of people that whose income relies on radio that radio's dead. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Sorry.
1: I wonder whether they've started a podcast. I was worried about the cost, wasn't it, Blossom?
2: I, I, I mean, you know, for, for a, <laughs> a national radio show with... Lots of funding. Obviously, the, the hosting fee is a is a real concern of, you know, <laughs> well, $30 it's $30 a Yeah. A month. That's,
1: that's like, that'd be like 25 quid. Oh, serious. Yeah. Yeah. Bloody serious. It's like a pound every, yeah. every single day. Every day.
0: day. Um, where have you travelled <laughs> to this year? That'd be cool to hear where you've gone.
1: Uh, so I spent my... So this was the other thing I was thinking about. This is the last one of these I'll do in my 20s. Oh, shit, man. Yeah. Me too. So I spent my 29th birthday in Auschwitz-Birkenau. Shit, you did, yeah. Yeah, very morbid. Yeah, but brilliant. Cool as fuck. Krakow is brilliant. Auschwitz, and I mean, obviously, it I feels wrong saying they're brilliant, but it's a, it's a hell of an experience. So is the salt mines in in Krakow. Uh, so I went to Krakow. I went to Santorini. You did? You went?
0: You waited in the line to get a photo, didn't you? If you're interested, I did. Yeah,
1: for my uh, yeah hashtag blast. Ah, uh, yeah. Best life. I'm so fucking sick of. That shit. The Instagram. The, stuff. Yeah, like <clears throat> I, I'm quite pleased that Instagram are like moving in the direction where it feels like they've kind of clocked it and they're making some changes.
0: I was discussing this with someone the other day. The fact that likes are now no longer being shown; it's just single person and others like this post. Right, is that's getting rolled out quite heavily across the UK now.
1: Um, I think if someone has something to share, like something that's interesting or funny or valuable, find but like when it's just photos of people yeah. in Santorini <laughs> and, the, and the, the photo gets loads of traction because it's like a certain yeah. angle. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: Did we talk about this last time with like people that will order a meal for two in a restaurant and then take a photo of the table and leave and not eat really like not eat the meal. Uh, this was happening. Like so it, in Thailand, like the, and we were in this pool top of a, it out in like a secluded place, nice hotel outside outdoor pool with, you know, where the edge just, Drops mm-hmm. off to the... And, in, infinity pool. Yeah, and like a forest behind it. You can see temples in the background. Mm. And me and my girlfriend were just enjoying the pool, like just having a swim and stuff, mm-hmm. drinking a coconut with a thing. And <laughs> and we we saw couple after couple come into the pool, boyfriend fully dressed, but with like a big DSLR thing. Mm-hmm. And girlfriend, like they'd be full makeup, hair done, heels, um like a what looks like a really expensive swimsuit with little like shoulder pads and oh, right. and they'd come over and sit on the side of the pool and like mm-hmm. and like pose and stuff like and do like an hour's photo shoot and then leave and you'd be like, are you guys gonna get into the pool or enjoy? Just be around it. And it so, would just happened so consistently
0: uh, on the south coast of sorry on the um, west coast of Gili T, sun setting one of the most beautiful picturesque islands on the planet, probably just outside of Bali um, and. There is, you'll have seen those swings, those sunset swings. They're in the middle of the ocean, like, and people sit on them, and mm-hmm. it's usually got, like, it's like a kind of uh, rustic wooden swing type thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I'm there, and uh, I'm watching hashtag boyfriends of Instagram get down. There's this uh, Chinese guy who's there who's taking photos for his girlfriend who wants a good photo, and what she wants is as much reflection off the water as is possible. So what he's had to do is get down He's lowering himself down further and further. And the water's this high, but the phone needs to be up. But he can be lower. So every so often, he's taking this wave in the face, like as he's trying to get this photo. And I was just thinking the sacrifices that he makes. Mm -hmm. And it was like everyone was trying to out-extra everyone else. I mean, this is coming from the guy who um, did like a legless rope climb to get to the top of it so that I was like at the very, very top. That was my photo. Um, But then... A guy. Everyone was taking photos. Everyone was looking cool. And a local guy just rode past on a horse. Took the horse out into the middle of the water and stood on the horse <laughs> next to everyone. And I was just thinking, like,
2: what a way to shit on
0: everyone's marriage. Like, you think yeah. you think that you're on a swing? Huh? I got a horse.
2: <coughs> that is class. Well, I I've, I went up to a couple, a few of the couples, like when we were out, because the there'd be the boyfriend taking photos of the girl and stuff, and I'd go over and be like. Do you want me to get a shot of you both? And they'd always be like, "Oh no, no, it's okay." It's like, "Oh, okay." Obviously, you don't want a um, well, you've shined photo a light to... on the yeah. on the
1: weird <laughs> weird situation.
2: You know, mm. interested in having a, a photo to commemorate the fact that you yeah. went to this place together. No, just for the
0: gram. You just want individual photos. So, where did you go this year?
2: So, Budapest. On I think on Johnny's recommendation, or like went to the place. Speaking that you of, of that,
1: just to mention, I spoke to someone this week who said to me that they got a dog. Because I said to oh, get done, Oh, that's a responsibility. So we should be careful with things About that what we, we suggest. <laughs> I know, Budapest. So yeah, Budapest. It's, it's average.
2: I thought it was all right. It's the, like standard issue European city.
0: Um, Has it got direct flights from the UK? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why it is. As soon as anywhere gets direct flights from the UK, it's fucked.
2: Oh, it, uh, really?
0: There's some bridges, cool stuff like, there. But it's just stag do's. It's just immediately, <laughs> as soon as you can go to anywhere. If you need to do a connecting flight... For like less than 100
1: quid, stag dues.
0: Yeah, I yeah.
2: mean, Budapest wasn't very staggy. It was quite um, cultural Europe. But like the one thing I did find, and this is like, it's the equivalent of Iceland, everything is nine and a half thousand pounds, is that everything in Budapest is 10 minute walk away on Google Maps, but feels like 40 minute walk. Really? Like right. any distance between any two points in the city, is like, it's a miracle, is 10 minute walk, but it's really far. It's just Propaganda. So, yeah, so that that's quite good. Similar kind of sobering experience going to the Jewish Museum yeah. and the synagogue where you, you just see mass graves and things. Do you go to the baths? Yeah. Do you get your dick absolutely out? Absolutely great baths. Uh, it wasn't a naked one, just a. But did you get your dick out? Just in general. Mm-hmm. At some point during the holiday, I, I had to, yeah, to. I have loads <laughs> of times. Twice <laughs> it, a day, probably at least twice a day. At least twice a day. Yeah. Or, always indoors, always. Um, legal. Legal situation. I yeah. thought the baths were awful.
1: Did you? I didn't what, did you get your to... I will have done. Yeah, Which in the bath? baths. Not in the baths. Not not where other people.
2: Did you just go to one bath? Yeah, oh, I went to yeah. a few. There uh, one, right. Some better than others, definitely. But
1: you know, um, you know, when you're getting changed in a swimming pool, and there's the the sort of the cold, stagnant water in the centre mm-hmm. that you sort of curl your toes up and to try not to step in. <laughs> the baths, the whole bath, just felt like that. <laughs> <to me.
2: laughs> yeah, that's bad. just a bit, just a bit like, yeah. and it smelt of egg. Uh, Large parts you, uh, of it smell the bag. Uh, like Iceland. Um, so Budapest, and same reason. And just came back from Barcelona, which is beautiful. Did
0: you go to the Sagrada Familia? Yeah. Fucking so, hell,
2: man. Gaudi is a monster. Like, he... So, for anyone that doesn't know, he's the architect and artist-designer of a lot of buildings around Barcelona. And it seems like he's designed <coughs> so many of them. And each one is so intricate. It looks like at least like a decade of work. You're just thinking, how has he pumped out so much output? And then... All the designs are very fluid and asymmetrical and kind of flowing looking buildings that just look so out of uh, out of context with anything else. He's done the major cathedral, which is bigger than you think on, from the pictures. You'd imagine him like giving the plan to the builders and they're just like, oh, Gaudi, man. Yeah. Like fucking hell, mate. <laughs> it couldn't have just been
0: a bit two by fours, could it? <laughs>
2: How am I supposed to make this? No, no, Rob,
0: Rob, we're gonna have yeah, to. Rob, like it. Rob <laughs> no, mate, everything, everything's gonna have to be knocked on the head. He's, yeah, he's brought the, he's brought the plans in. Yeah, sorry, no, mate, you're not, gonna, you're, not gonna, you're not gonna, you're not going you're not gonna believe this. <laughs> do not, I repeat, do not ring me. No, Gary, mate, honestly, I'm fucking sick of you.
1: He um, rang me. Can you believe he rang me when I said not to? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So Barcelona, yeah. there's a lot of mugging there. Isn't it? Yeah,
2: so the, a lot of um pickpockets, mugging, uh, so actually it's transitioned. Used to be very pickpockety and now it's gone to <laughs> don't say rape. Is, no, It it used to be very much like pick, if you have your phone on a table in a restaurant, someone would come along with a newspaper with a map. Yeah. Yeah, oh excuse yeah, yeah. me, I'm looking for this. Oh okay, never mind, thank you. No. Or like um stuff like that. Now it's just gone to full on just like mugging. phone. And like oh. so a friend of mine who I went to visit got uh beaten up. So she got like a black eye and she, bruised wow. head for like a rubbish phone. Um, and so, so it's just become flagrant now. It's interesting that... Someone we... got murdered on the street we were staying on the night we were there.
0: What the so, fuck? Jesus Christ. What, what, so as in there
2: was a murder... On the night that we... we while were, you were there. Yeah. Where you were. Yeah. Was on, it the, you? on the street. It, uh, it wasn't even me. And you didn't I was, do uh, the murder. I didn't, oh no, I didn't do the murder or receive promise? the murder. Oh, you didn't receive the murder. So, right. but it didn't make news because it was, it was a gang thing gang and what? like, yeah. they were like, oh, well, they probably were.
0: First person on the list is the Arab that was staying just around the corner. Yeah. They don't want to do that, do they? Because they don't want to get there. Uh, <laughs> the, oh, the, the
2: best, the best thing was in the airport, they kept releasing this announcement that was like, Will Muhammad Abujaya please go to security immediately? Um, nothing, <laughs> oh, no. Muhammad Abujaya? <laughs> and you
1: like, it's spelled Y-U-S-D.
3: <laughs> for the tenth time. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell!
0: Um, so I went to Barcelona for a wedding uh, this the start of this summer, and one of the guys that we were there with doesn't usually drink had a little bit too much to drink at the wedding. Um, then. Walking through the center of Barcelona after we'd been up to this beautiful castle, had this wonderful day, got the bus back, the bus dropped us off, and he just went for a bit of a wander. He was staying at an Airbnb. Um, he woke up a few hours later, seven in the morning, with uh, in Barcelona train station, actually, to find that his phone, wallet, and shoes had oh, been stolen. Shoes as well. They'd taken his shoes. Wallet. Darren Brown. Um, and then, <laughs> so he then walked around for the next few hours. In his brand new pair of Ralph Lauren socks, just walking around. And he's a beardy guy um, wearing like a kind of disheveled, like obviously disheveled wedding suit, which is just in Barcelona, which has got a lot of homeless. Just the quintessential homeless man look, like long beard, really odd outfit, like with full suit and tie, no shoes, like... Ralph Laurent socks now with holes in. So people like give him a, give him a couple of coins or something. <laughs> but he was desperately trying to say, "Can I borrow your phone?" But in uh... the mugging, the mugging and robbery capital of Europe, like that was never going to happen. And then because he wasn't staying in a hotel, he didn't know, he couldn't ask where the hotel was because he didn't know the um, address of the Airbnb oh, off by heart. No. So he's just walking around Barcelona with none of his possessions, as hangover and sort of existential crisis slowly begins to set so the, the, in. The, oh.
2: the thief really goosed him there then. Like, yeah. And it makes I mean, you the, realize how how hopeless we are when we don't have It's literally a phone, what he said. Phone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's this oracle like,
0: that connects us to everything else.
1: I always feel whenever I go somewhere, if I have my wallet and my phone, I can just deal like, with anything. Like anything that happen and you can buy your way out of it. Yeah. yeah. Depending on the currency or like well, whether you've been robbed. The, or this
2: was the first holiday I've I've done with <clears throat> a new phone and therefore I don't have my little book book. Mm-hmm. So I decided not to bring any cards, no cash, just everything was Apple Pay. And it, it felt lovely to just tap around. It's a bit... It feels a bit
1: like if it goes wrong, it's a really fucked, yeah. aren't you? Because yeah. then you've just got no pa- means of payment. Because
2: you've hinged all of your risk on... That that I've yeah.
1: had I've had scenarios where I've gone to use Apple Pay and it's not it's yeah. just not worked. Wow. Yeah, interesting. And then the and only Spanish has police app- come after you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your door. yeah.
2: You've had run-ins with Spanish. You've, you've both had run-ins with Spanish police. I have. Yeah. Mm.
1: I feel like mine wasn't my fault.
2: <laughs> it was your lawyer friend who.
1: Yeah, but I feel like you.
0: Mine, it mine very, very much was, was your fault. I was asleep on the central reservation of Tenerife's largest motorway. Yeah. 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 I, didn't I, did I didn't have a phone. I didn't have it my wallet. Wasn't it? You didn't mean to. It was just yeah. a bad day. And, it was yeah. bad. It was a very, very bad day. <laughs> um, so I've done. This is probably the year I've done the single most amount of traveling. Wow, I've ever done. Um, so I did America. Uh, so I'll try trip. and I'll try and I'll try and go through it. So I did Rome for my birthday, which was one of the best trips oh, gee, that I've yeah. ever done. Like just so amazing. Three no four days in Rome and just overwhelmed with Colosseum and Roman Forum day one, Vatican and Sistine Chapel day two, and Pompeii day three. <laughs> Like what a way Didn't to just you, did overload you spill
1: this. an espresso or something? I've got this story. Yeah, and be, so that was the cafe. first
0: the first thing I did, I was looking like just totally be- befuddled by something. the romance that is um, Rome. Looking out of the window as I put uh, sugar into my uh, espresso and was just stirring it and looking at like just how beautiful <laughs> everything was. Stirring it, stirring it, stirring it, and looked back to see there was no espresso left in the cup, barely any espresso on the saucer, and the glass counter upon which it was resting where all of the pastries and stuff were behind it it just smeared itself over that and the (laughs) owner was just looking at me like this
2: oh no And
0: i I was like uh could i have another espresso please like that was was all i could think but while i did that in the time it took me to stir that and have all of it come out a man came in bought a glass of red wine finished it and went back to work and i was like italy's brilliant Mm. Uh, so yeah, Rome. They
2: just drink in such a paste way, don't they? I, I drinks, can't believe the it? first thing he said was kind of another espresso. I think like, I probably said like
0: so sorry, true. but <laughs> I also said like you know it was his face. Was I you like, didn't, didn't fucking mean to. to, mate. You can come in and start throwing it around. I'm sorry, it I'm, smear I'm feces just in, on the just wall. In
2: the war of your time. <laughs> <here. Yeah. laughs> Beautiful <laughs> architecture.
0: Anyway, so Rome, great. Um, LA and Boston. Saw so Doctor David, Dr. David wow. Sinclair, awesome. Um, then went back and went to Elon Musk air. Oh, yeah. Breathe some of the air where Elon Musk breathed. Uh, went to New York for a stag Gross. do, awesome. <laughs> um, went to Ibiza for another stag do that was good. Went to where else? Barcelona for that wedding. Then did road trip across America. Did two thousand miles in ten days. That was cool. More Rommel. Didn't do Rommel that time. Did Rommel in February. Didn't do right. Um uh, And then. Stu McGill. Stu McGill, Canada for the first time. And then went to Bali most recently.
2: Stayed with Stu McGill. Stayed with Stu McGill for night. Yeah. Of
0: all the things you've done. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty crazy.
2: Went on his yacht.
0: It was a boat. boat. (laughs) uh, It can still be a yacht. Yeah. Yachts don't have to be big. But yeah, I think, you know, (laughs) in trying to create some sort of a sense of what people that are listening, who maybe aren't doing any formal gratitude or aren't doing end of year reviews... I think what we're trying to do here is just take stock of what's happened within the last year. Mm. You know, like what's gone well, what's gone bad. Because if you're not careful, life does just be this treadmill of task arises, you get the mallet out, you whack it, it goes away, next task arises, mallet, whack, and you just keep on going. And then before you know it, yeah, you have just ruthlessly indexed these experiences and never actually
1: enjoyed reflecting on it. It's the- like just endlessly painting, but then never stepping back to look at the painting, isn't it? Like... You spend all your life trying to achieve things, and then you just die. But if You're you right. just if you, if, you, if you never like go, oh shit! The thing that I spent ages trying to achieve, I did that. Isn't that cool? Mm. Right, next thing. Um, Rather, just next thing, next thing. Oh so, my god! Oh,
0: fuck! I'm dead. Yeah, bollocks. Have you um? Have you had any mind shifts or any sort of lessons this year, or any concepts that you've learned that have been a, a big sort of frame shift for you? Um.
1: If you don't, I've got my one, which I think is probably one of my biggest from this year. So I've written down five here. Wow. They're quick. Some of them are completely irrelevant. You can you you create good days and bad days. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't happen first thing, it very rarely happens. So that applies to like the days you wake up and you're like, I really should meditate like
2: we last night. I opened my phone to try and look at some myself, and the first thing that came up was V to your bum hole sent from Chris. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> eat spinach. Win the morning, win the day is massive. Yeah, so like that applies to things. Like, so I'm back to training in the morning because I've realised that like when I tell myself, "Ah, oh, it's all right," I'll train at 6 p.m. Promise. Should never do um, unless there's massive accountability. That's a great thing about CrossFit, instantly um, or work. So like, just do the thing that has to be done today. Just do that first. Get it done. Yeah. Um, this is a marketing thing. Sales is a process, not an event. People think that it's an event or like a a thing that they've did, thing they've done that caused a sale. It's what happened prior to that Mm. that caused the sale. Um, Who, not how to solve a problem. So this year I've invested myself, not under the propane umbrella, because those numbers are make you more sick than putting a glove in your mouth. Um, The most money personally in coaching. So I've worked with the most coaches in my, for my own stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if you're trying to get better at something or trying to achieve stuff, just, which is the next thing, model consistent examples of where you want to be. So not someone who's like where you're wanting to be and has been there for a bit, but someone who's like consistently doing the thing that you're trying to get to, just pay them to learn how. So always asking instead of just grinding away and like, what book can I read? What course can I do? How can I figure this out myself? Just who's doing it? Mm -hmm. And I'll just pay work with them.
2: Mm -hmm. Life is short. Just Just get the answers.
0: Yeah. I think that's, that's such a fucking good heuristic. And that was one that came to me kind of last year. I think although I still haven't fully implemented it, that um, being able to shortcut all of the self-direction, self-accountability, Questioning is this the right? Should I do X Y Z? It's like just just ask the person. Yeah. Like if you want to know the best way to fix you back,
1: drive to Canada and go and, see,
0: and go and see <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like so
1: many people, man. Like, and I, I I think we've all been guilty of this. Like, you spend so long trying to figure something out yourself, like in your own whatever it is, and you might not even be necessarily that aware of it. But like, people read books on things or do courses on things rather than just. Paying a bit more and getting someone who's really experienced in that area mm-hmm. to give you some customized help on that thing. Mm-hmm. So I, with med, I tried it with meditation for years to figure it out myself, and just chatting to someone who. And I know there's no like qualification or level of expertise necessarily, but mm-hmm. just paying for some formal help. <clears throat> yeah, so um, I
0: think there's two things that for me have, have struck this year. There's a lesson that I'll get onto in a second, but two of the big things is what I'm missing most and what many people that are in this kind of knowledge work self-directed world of personal development might be struggling with the two things that I think are most important are direction and accountability Mm -hmm. it's like if you know what you need to do and you have someone who'll tell you off and if you don't do it and encourage you if you do 90% of the work's done for you what do I need to do and why do I need to do it essentially or what's the what's the pain of the
2: the reason yeah Yeah. it's a great point point. that's the value of a coach isn't it rather than Just the information. I think most people, if they're just given the information, they won't execute Mm. unless there is accountability, objectivity and personalization for that. And so, although there's huge untapped potential of just getting a book on something, like as Tim Ferriss says, like most of the time, if you want to become a relative expert in a a certain field compared to everyone else, you just read a book on it or read like two or three books on it and suddenly you know more than um, 99 point... Leapfrog, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that is usually very helpful. But if you're trying to solve a specific problem, it may be more useful or quicker to get a coach to diagnose, identify your specific issues. Even if at the end of the day, they just recommend you a book, it'll be a book that is relevant to your problem. Well, the problem
1: is no longer... Lack of information. The problem today is which information? Oh, like, which yeah. information should you listen to and should you not listen to? There's a disgusting amount of information. Yeah. Like,
0: Naval's, N- Naval's synopsis on uh, the Joe Rogan podcast was all of the problems that we have now are problems of abundance, not of scarcity.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Everything.
1: Cause, cause too much food.
0: The, the, too, the, much, stimulus,
2: yeah. too much... Stimulus. It's
1: heartbreaking to think, like, you have this thing you're desperately trying to do and you spend a year... Just following the wrong advice. Yeah. The wrong advices. Can you please give <laughs> me the wrong advice? Fortune was right all along. Like on the day of the competition, I'll give him the wrong advices. Has everyone seen that quote? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, so I wanna do I'll do your lesson of the year and then mine, and then I wanna do like top three books each, top three podcasts each, top three Ooh. YouTube videos each. Mm. Just whatever whatever does come to mind. So I'll give you a, a little bit of time to have a think. But um, okay. your, any lesson from this year, any sort of frame shift or, or um, new concept that you've brought in? That you I, I
2: think you, like it's all very similar. Like the, the coaching thing, I've also just spent a lot on just investing in myself, but I think also just taking time to periodize the things that you want to improve in your life and take space between each one. So um, trying to achieve everything all at once So I heard something today, it was from Seam Ovens, actually, where he says, refers to some neuroscience research. I feel like he may have been kind of approximating, but but basically said, like, when you have goal A and action A, you sit and you do goal A with action A until you achieve it. When you have goal A and goal B, and you have action A and action B, your brain dedicates more resource to the switching between the tasks than it does to following either of those tasks. And we're just not very good at trying to do two things at once, whether that's on a micro or a micro scale. So we know on a micro scale, like, it's why we're all such a big fan of Pomodoro, isn't it? Like it's it's the most, it's the best way to just say like, okay, I'm just going to do this one thing to the exclusion of everything else, rather than like feel the background guilt of like, oh, but I'm not doing that other thing. So I'm going to just do a little bit of that other one Mm -hmm. while I'm, um, and like, I still always fall into the, the trap of not doing that. But um so there's there's that and then on a larger scale over the year, I think like imagine if twenty twenty was twelve new habits rather done each month rather mm-hmm. than start of day one twenty twenty trying to do all twelve habits at once, mm-hmm. rather than nailing habit one for January and then running it in the background, blasting cruise. Look,
1: I think the thing attached to that is when you don't... So the problem I, I have with, with doing, mm-hmm. like, a yearly review is remembering all the things that have happened. Like, there'll be stuff that I've done and achieved that I don't even... didn't even really mention. Like, mm-hmm. what I was going to say before was I did... Because
2: you've been painting the wall.
1: Painting the picture, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did three months of not drinking at the start of the year. Completely or not, or not for- forgotten. Completely forgotten about it. Massive achievement. So, like, the 12 habits thing, just keep a record of it somewhere Mm -hmm. because plan it out at the start of the year yeah especially people with like our view like you're always pushing to achieve things aren't you so Mm -hmm. if you just forget that you've done them then what was (laughs) what was the point in doing them yeah.
0: yeah um yeah i think so for next year one of the things i've jumped ahead but next year one of the things i'm going to have to learn to do is to say no to a lot more um, I've spread myself too thin this year and having spent a little bit of time with Chris Sparks that I did that podcast with mm. guy behind the forcing function, uh, top 20 online poker players on the planet and an f- absolute motherfucker of a productivity expert. Um, I'm, I'm spread so thin. I'm never going to become amazing at any one thing. And unless there's some sort of synergistic uh, relationship between much of the stuff that I'm doing, which there isn't sufficiently to warrant it, I need to make a decision on what it is that I want to do. Mm-hmm. What, it is, what, what is it that I want to do? Um, so 2020 for me, I think will be the year of saying no to a lot more. Saying yes to a lot more stuff that I need to, like social engagements, um, which will be enabled by saying no to more work engagements mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, but I think one of the big concepts that I've learned this year, which I've really, really appreciated, was Laura Vanderkam's time management thing, which is talking about how memories are made. Um, and I think this is so fundamental, fundamental uh, that everybody, everyone should be taught it, everyone should know it, um, that everyone's experience of the passage of time happens at precisely the same speed. Even if you're traveling at close to the speed of light, your experience of the passage of time is exactly the same as mine now. Or if you're a child, or if you're 80 years old or whatever it is, the passage of time is one of the constants that's not going to change for you. So when people say, I wish I had more time because they complain that the years. Where's the year gone? Do You know, it's nearly twenty twenty. Wow, yeah, mate, it was April it, already. I know. Um, can you believe it? Mm. Like it feels like it was only Christmas yesterday. <laughs> and the reason that that happens is got nothing to do with the passage of time and everything to do with your memory of the passage of time. So, if you think about the way you have the uh, the future self, which is the uh, person who anticipates about what's going to go on. You have the remembering self, which is the person that remembers what's happened. And you have the present self, which is the experiencer, the person that's experiencing the thing right now. The experiencing self is the most fleeting of those. The anticipating self tends to be the next longest because you only know so far into the future. And the remembering self is essentially infinite. Mm -hmm. So when people say, I wish I had more time, what they mean is I wish I had more memories because memories are like, little um, lines little individual blocks that allow you to expand out that experience of the passage of time so to the people that are listening if you think about the route that you take to work or your drive to work ask you to remember your drive to work this year it's condensed down perhaps several hundred hours of travel into one memory single memory of you doing that or your drive to the gym unless there was one time where something specifically different happened Mm. car crash a particular phone call like you were uh, elated for some reason your brain just condenses it down and the rule to use is that your brain works well with novelty or intensity those are two of the things that you can do to ensure that your memories are, are increased and that's why I can't remember barely any of my drives to the work to work or the gym this year but I can remember the name of the guy who put us on the boat in Africa over a year and a half ago. And I can remember the book that he was reading and I can remember the shoes that he had on because there was both novelty and intensity in that. So if you want to make time and the passage of your life feel like it is moving more slowly, then you need to first off try and uh, vary what you are doing. You need to allow yourself to become invested emotionally to actually indulge yourself in the present moment. And then once it's happened, you need to remember it. You need to think about it. So the bizarre thing is, when you're experiencing the experiencing self, such a prick. Like, not only do they take the easiest route, so they'll say, "Oh, I don't want to go and do that that adventurous thing because it's cold and a uh, bed's warm and I'm tired and I'm this and I'm that and the other," which totally fucks over the remembering self and the anticipating self because they want it to happen, but the present self's fuck, like fucks it. The other thing as well is. The present self always picks out the discomfort. It's such an arsehole. So let's say that I'm watching this beautiful sunset on Gilly T, but I've got a little bit of sand between my toes and it's slightly irritating and it just takes the edge off. But when I remember, I don't remember the sand between my toes, but I do remember the beauty. So it's like you tr- you need to kind of almost... Use your experiences as an investment for yourself in the future. It's like, look, I'm going to do this thing because in the future, when I think about me doing it, I'm going to enjoy it, and I'm going to be proud of it, and I'm going to do this. And that frame shift for me
1: this year has been been a real big one. So seek variety and intense experiences. Yep, absolutely. Without taking the piss, so like, don't like drive to the gym dress as Mr. Blobby. Yeah, well,
0: don't take it. You'd remember th- that though. There's certain there's you certain don't things. Hate that you could That's stick that in if you stuck your EpiPen in you you'd fucking remember how many
1: was that? Is that a problem Would I, if I did that with would, that, would I have to go to hospital <laughs>
0: um, I bet you'd lift you'd pull so that 317
1: deadlifter off
3: it. it's banned so you, so you have to go to the hospital on the day of the competition
0: can't use what about the day before can't
3: use EpiPen Fine
1: the day before but I'm not sure it would help <laughs>
3: yeah not the day before but <laughs> oh. I, I
2: don't know if you, if you just took it uh, probably
1: yeah but just to be safe
2: I mean, just if, if you had a reaction, you. you have to go to the hospital because the epipen wears off, and then you yeah, 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 yeah. I but just mean now, just for fun. Yeah, yeah I, I'd it. have you got it on you? <laughs> oh,
1: fuck. What if you had that peanut? Well, I just don't. That's the thing. Fair
2: enough.
0: That's the lesson. Um, yeah. The this, the final point on that is there is a <laughs> trade off that you need to make between efficiency and novelty. So, for instance, one of the things that Gretchen Rubin suggests to increase novelty is to every so often. Um, walk a different route to work or drive a different route to work but there's only so far you can take that now, I'm not mm-hmm. going to drive out to the coast to go to Jesmond like mm-hmm. so you know there are there's a trade off that you need to make it between helps the if two. the
2: Egyptian government are after you as well to take different routes yeah, to work case. and then if you do this when you're walking past the cameras yeah <laughs> 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 because
0: it's because it's haram this exactly. is going to be manifest if you do that when you want to buy bleach yeah just have <laughs> 12, 12 bottles of bleach please okay. Um, right, come after you. top few, <laughs> any things that you've either read,
1: article, podcast, book, YouTube video, anything come to mind? You know what I struggle with this is getting it in the year. Yeah,
0: if it's last year, if it's anything that just comes to mind, because it can't be next year because mm-hmm. it hasn't happened. That's yet. true. It cannot be in the future. <laughs> That's the one
2: thing we can be sure so, of. So, video Anton Creel's uh, five principles behind the 10 rules for financial success that I've watched that for the third time round this year, new things come out of it each time. Um, Lesson, something from both of you actually kind of merged, which was Johnny's suggestion. I think at the end of last year's review was have more dinners with friends um, and yours of just check in with friends. I think I've realized this year when I've been in a mad um, whirlwind that you end up taking friends and family for granted or not checking in with them or not being in touch with them. And um, I was kind of woken up by this just yesterday because uh, my mum was going past the hospital, popped in, um, came down to see her for a cup of tea and she was tearful that I didn't send her a picture of my trip to Barcelona. And I realised like how much that matters to her because Mm -hmm. she'd got a picture from like my girlfriend's mum and you know and I think oh, just man, like yeah. yeah I was like oh damn it yeah because um, and that was a real like oh man I really need to just like that. obviously that matters a lot more to her mm-hmm. and thinking those those terms a bit more mm. so yeah that's good Johnny you've
0: just been scrolling what have you got
1: uh, so I looked through all my audio books couldn't find anything
2: i listened to some terrible books this. yeah year. i listened
1: to some average ones um,
2: so my I've got I've got
1: I've got, I've got get me the Avicii documentary.
2: All right, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: The reason for that is... Um, so, I, I don't think you don't like Avicii, do well, Music-wise, I was not... So, right. I really like his music. Okay. Um, Samsung have just put on YouTube a... Like a, a tribute concert in 4K, mm. live, brilliant. Like, two hours long. Pretty intense. Um, but anyway, so the documentary is like... Lead. Also, they publicly say he didn't commit suicide, but the concert is donated to mental health awareness. So
3: mm-hmm.
0: I think
1: it was an overdose. I think it was a drugs overdose. Was it like accidental? And right. he meant to
0: kill himself. Like, oh right, okay. not that I know.
1: I've read something that he slit his wrist with a wine bottle. But anyway, <laughs> big right, claim so, to say it's not suicide if he did that. There's only been like a really vague statement by his family. But anyway, the documentary is about him and him managing his mental success so like he has what probably any like mid-20s guy is in, is in some way aspiring to in like abundance across the board of the stuff that he has and in the documentary he's pretty intensely unhappy about it um what's the problems with it i think it all just is a bit too much for him mm. like he gets pancreatitis from drinking doesn't like the, the, the performing because it's too stressful and there's too much going on, too many things to manage. The pressure from the fans and all that sort of stuff. Um, and he's a perfectionist with the music. So it's just this... I watched it and I was like really moved by watching it because if you think about the things that you're doing most of the time, it's the pursuit of one of the things that he has in excess. Mm-hmm. And he's there and hated it mm-hmm. because... And it's the self-care thing. Like it's a self-care thing and... Also, realizing that, like probably all he wants is to be someone who isn't him. Like all he wants is to be someone who is desiring to be there. Mm-hmm. So, just an interesting like perspective. Really, really but I think because situation. like because he's like similar age, um, he's a bit introverted. Um, it was just watching. I was just like, fuck. What did you in he the fields? I don't know. Yeah, I think he doesn't
2: doesn't say. oh, I just really want. I think for some of
1: it, it seems like he just wants to be like left alone and normal. <laughs> yeah. And like, he's there because he's really good at a craft. And then...
3: Isn't it this... bizarre that you can
1: have someone who is
0: perhaps like super overqualified in terms of talent to be able to get themselves to a particular place, but doesn't have the character to keep themselves there.
2: There was a like, documentary about that ages ago, of, like some genetically, um, is like either genetically engineered or like a genetically selected um, world's smartest boy. Okay. And he was born with, he was born to be selected for the highest IQ and they were interviewing him and he was like, I'm not really interested in doing any, I just want to have a nice life. And mm-hmm. like, and everyone was like,
0: oh, come on, like you should like. Memory competitions yeah, and, and blah, blah, like, physics. Yeah. He's <laughs> fuck. Um, podcasts, Johnny, any podcasts come to mind other than of course, Propane Fitness, How to Start Your Online Business and Mono wisdom. That was a really
1: good one. Yeah. The hard mm. to be an online coach. Yeah, Banging. Um No, none come to mind. I'm going to
0: drop in. Naval Ravikant and Joe Rogan. Very good. Fuck. Has he
2: had two appearances?
0: Just one. He said he's not doing any guest appearances for the foreseeable oh, future now. Um If you haven't listened to it, <laughs> it might not be up your street, but if you want the two and a bit hours of probably the densest wisdom that you're going to get from someone... Naval Ravikant and Joe Rogan was great. Sam Harris on Joe Rogan at the start of the year was also fantastic. Um, I'm trying to think about what I've gone back and
1: listened to. It's so You know what this is making me think is that I need to to keep a a, a log of this stuff. Any like it needs- of things that happen that are great mm-hmm. and little things that I watch or listen to or whatever that are, that are great. Three three great things that happened to me today, bottom of the 6 months. I mean, a right. condensed, like that I could just scroll through now. Do you yeah, use day be- one? The I do but not for this yeah for like momentous things, yeah, or mind, like things that serious
0: it's password protected I don't need to pass, oh, really? I don't need yeah, to yeah. password protect my my podcast recommendation <laughs> uh but that yeah that was good um I
1: can't remember much of the chasing but, excellence it's a good book chasing excellence was digital minimalism like. was this year mm. atomic habits book of the year that probably. was last year I'm, I read it this year right um
0: digital minimalism I wasn't so I wasn't
2: so I think it's book. a
1: great, it's a, It's a, an important message. It's
2: because none, none of us did it. Like, we, but, we, but we it, all read it and we're like, oh, that's, that's Cal, nice. Then- Cal, when he writes,
0: just comes across a tiny bit whiny. <laughs> do you not know think? It's just a little, He's he's such a contrarian when it comes to, it's a perfect world of you should just be able to do this. Mm. And I'm aware that there are contingencies in some of the things that he puts across, but there's just, it feels to me, like there's not enough of a realistic understanding of how challenging this is going to be. So in that, the real that world. yeah.
1: So like it's a it's an important message and some good concepts. But I think the unfortunate truth of it is like a lot of us are are so hard wired emotionally to these things that just going all right, I'll just drop it. None of that anymore is very hard to do. Um, I know one guy who did, and it's changes like Yeah can't hurt me by david goggins really struggle with that did you really listen or uh, read so i'm halfway through but it's 13 hours long Fuck. so, so he like,
0: podcasts in between it right
1: yeah so it's like a interviews yeah and you got the book as well you've got the book i know uh, it's just like david goggins is obviously a, a monster but just the 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 message is a bit repetitive which is like Is it
2: one of those books that's one thing that doesn't need to be a book and they've just like... You, you, I
1: think you so. need like exposure to the idea because the idea is like testing limits mm. of you, of like what you think your limit is and all sort of stuff. The best thing actually, which is like two minutes long, is a video by on Jocko Willink's channel. If you go on his channel. Good. Good. That's a brilliant video. Mm. Good. that's a, a great that. video. Um, school because of life. Navy SEALs, you can't argue with him, can you? True. Because he'll fuck you up. Good. Um, reload Have you um, read his book Jocko Extreme Ownership I've read again Half Similar thing uh, okay
0: Alchemy shame. by Rory Sutherland Came out this year That was a good Fairly good write uh, Does he read it Yeah of course he um, That's it I'm, <laughs> I'm in I'm in uh, Fucking This was last year But The Order of Time By Carlo Ravelli. That was fairly good uh, Waking Up by Sam Harris I must have listened to it two Another two times this year Which was great The Great Mental Models By Shane Parrish That was fantastic um, Mindfulness
1: in Plain English that was your suggestion that's a really good book um, what else what was that noise there that was This, this
0: is audible. audible oh right <laughs> accidentally pressed on super intelligence <laughs> fuck um, million 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 <laughs> years um, I think that that's probably my, I've got bags and bags of um, credits left on Audible because I've just not Oh, I listened to The Power of
2: Now again by Eckhart Tolle. It's very good. Fuck, man. That yeah, guy. It, was good. it was ahead of its time,
0: wasn't it? Really ahead of its time. Yeah, super, super fucking, like...
2: He's just cuttingly clear with his message, and he's legit as well. Like, I feel like if he was in this room now, we'd all be asleep.
0: <laughs> yeah, he is very legit. Uh, anyway, final thoughts, anything that you want to get across to the, the humans of the interwebs before we round off this year and this Christmas
2: you know what I would like to know what everyone's plans are for 2020 what
0: do you mean by plans so what
2: for the people watching what are their wins fails and goals for 2019 and 2020
0: yep there we go so on YouTube put below what your best win was what your biggest fail was and one goal that you want to achieve for next year that would be really really cool a
1: good question to consider is in December 2020, what would have to have happened for you to to have been content with your year? Rather than thinking like, what are my goals? Mm -hmm. Just think, what would be a nice scenario for me like what would I look back I don't know Don't know. you can't ask me that question that is the biggest hot potato <laughs> possible
0: <laughs> the ease of the well, round of oh, the year with hot, a large you, hot jacket had, potato. I haven't even
2: finished like saying the thing like, well, yeah, what's the answer I've
0: buttered it <laughs> cheese a <laughs> yeah. little bit of tuna beans as well hot yeah. bean sauce hot hot all over my hand everywhere and a, a,
2: just a nut garnish and, and a sausage for the scoop the beans, scoop the, the scoop beans, beans with,
1: with? Um, I think better at everything good heuristic <laughs> obviously
0: Good, good, good answer. Good. Good answer. Um, final thing to round the euro out is I posted a video on LinkedIn a trailer and of all of the things someone could have commented with, you know, this work that we've put in and we've tried to upload this uh, this beautiful explanatory video, uh, someone just commented and said, is that the guy that was on Pointless last night? <laughs> <laughs> really?
1: Really? So on the screenshot in the group chat. So I'll tell you Aww. something. So I did a I did a sales call with a guy who's just joined one of our programs. <laughs> um and he got off the sales call with me, um, signed up for the program, and then had this first coaching call the next day, and he was like, mate, the weirdest thing, like we had the call and I was like sat in the evening thinking about <laughs> it, and I turned on the TV and I was like, fucking hell, that's the that's the guy. <laughs> guy I spoke with today And he was like I nearly didn't sign up Because your answers Were so shit But I thought <laughs> I'll let him off Fuck Imagine that If you'd lost a big A big name client Because Because of, of Because of my pointless answers From a, an episode recorded Two years ago It's weird that The first time it was aired Which was like last year No A no single person Gave a shit Now
2: it's called Ripple uh, oh Yeah Why
1: I think it's just Because of this podcast
2: Is it seasonal Was it played in December Last time Are people watching more TV now there was a lot of questions in a short space of You're like, you know,
1: is the price of oil changed between, like...
2: What, what's your mum's favourite colour? <laughs> are you wearing socks? When did you get uh, Dexter?
1: Uh, about a year ago. In November last year. Okay. Wow. And it was about the same time when Pointless was added like for the time. first time. Fuck, man. I think Dog, like,
0: is just... I'm just seeing the, the profits repaid... Massively
1: for Mm. you, like it. Well, like it's there's there's a lot of clat on. Yeah, probably the most intense period of admin in my year. Admin, admin was when I had to take Dex Daxel have his bollocks chopped off. The like, firstly, I felt horrendous about it. I felt really bad and guilty about it, which like I never thought would happen. But like, as we're going into the vets, there was like I was like holding him like, fuck off, you know like. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> and then uh, he like ripped his stitches so I had to like take him back with in the morning you know like, you like you do your morning routine you come downstairs they're ready for like the sure. most important task a a day, bloody cro- of the a bleeding scrotum, and then you're like oh you ripped the stitches mate I'll just ring the vets come to the back with now yeah no problem All right, laptop shut alright day knack the <laughs> <line of microphone. laughs> got there and that was like oh he's fine but that will be £40
2: Can- oh, of course it is no problem <laughs>
1: So like that, but
2: apart from that, massive value add. Cool, Everyone man. should just get a dog. Cannot wait to get a little head. Yeah, a little head. Yeah. Do not
0: get a whippet with psychomotor retardation.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I'll, I'll get like because the smaller they are, the more you should get an Italian I... greyhound.
1: Yeah, oh, so, so in in Dexter's puppy class, there was a, a greyhound that was this big. Shit, you not tiny thing. That like it's it's. Um, They're operating so, on double speed, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So there's a, there's a, there's a like, Joe DeFranco warm up where he gets you to do hip circles. Where you go? Like this. <laughs> <laughs> that's how this Italian greyhound called Jimmy ran. So it was like all around this, and it was like going up, like head to head against this, like quite a big cockapoo. And it was just like <laughs> and it would run away, and I just looked at it and thought, that's great for you, sir, because oh, so you could like you could it. hold it, you could sit in your hand. But it's a greyhound. It's got all the features that you want, but it's very but manageable. It's
2: yeah. very it's manageable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cannot wait.
1: Like pick it up and move it. It was a greyhound.
2: It's like you've got to properly. like... Yeah. If someone has actually,
0: hot. this is we, I'm going to finish it on this note. If someone has a very uh, docile dog that we can have for a modern wisdom episode, I would quite like to just have mm-hmm. one here.
2: That would be great. It you would know, have just to be like very like, yeah. super chill because it's an hour and quite five old. Minutes yeah
0: quite old just probably like a golden retriever golden retriever would be nice
2: do they do puff puffs though like (laughs) all all dogs do puff puffs (laughs) like Like if there's there's digestion there's puff puffs there are some dogs that do like proper heavy going puff puffs and you're like
0: you just don't (laughs) squeeze it if you squeeze it like a (laughs) like a bagpipe then it 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 does it (laughs) like a bagpipe
3: you know like when you
0: (gasps) (sighs) (sighs) and on that note (laughs) Merry Christmas Merry Christmas thank you everyone for tuning in this year I really do appreciate the support um, get in touch at Chris well X, wherever you follow us, or at Propane Fitness. Give them. I think that's my fault. <laughs> give them some Christmas on his phone. Did you? I did. Sorry, wow. <laughs> what a wait. When the year. Bye. Anyway, <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs>